0: Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2298 with a release date of Friday, November twelfth, twenty twenty one, to follow in five, four, three, two, one. The following is a QST, hams in Japan homebrew their own virtual ham fest, a popular digital amateur TV magazine, Hall's publication, and get ready for hamvention 2022. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2298 comes your way right now.
1: From around the world, this is Newsline, Amateur Radio's first independent on-the-air news and bulletin service. Now, reporting from Wadsworth, Ohio, here's Stephen Kinford. N8WB.
0: We begin this week with breaking news. Dayton Hamvention 2022 is not just going to be a premier ham fest, but a reunion as organizers prepare for the first gathering in two years of hams at the Xenia Fairground and Expo Center in Ohio. Hamvention's General Chairman Rick Allnut, WS8G, told Newsline in a phone interview that committees have been meeting and volunteers are committed to making up the time lost to pandemic cancellations. Hamvention will be happening on Friday, May. May 20th through Sunday, May 22nd, with an international reception scheduled on Thursday, May 19th. Rick said the registration site is already taking bookings from vendors and inside exhibitors and individual visitors can already buy their tickets. All details are available on the hamvention.org website. Rick said, quote, tickets are all printed and ready to go, end quote hams have always believed that if you really want something sometimes it's better to build it yourself nowhere is that more evident lately than in japan where radio operators were disappointed once again this year by cancellation of that nation's major radio event graham kemp vk4bb tells us more never
2: mind that the tokyo ham fair was cancelled again this year by the japan amateur radio league because of covid-19 precautions the virtual ham fest 2021 has taken its place thanks to the creativity of a group of independent, dedicated radio amateurs. Scheduled speakers included Shiro Saki, JH4PHW, explaining the best practices for using EQSL, and Yuki Wii, JO2ASQ, explaining amateur satellite communications. One of the biggest topics on the agenda was the resurgence of CW. A true homebrew project built on the Zoom platform, the November 13 Hamfest was designed with a main stage for seminars and live presentations. Other features included booths and a space for eyeball QSOs. The organising committee was headed by Taka 7K1BIB who said that, like all major ham radio events, an on-the-air component was also a big part of the plan. As a social experiment, an international FT8 QSO party was to take place on 40 metres in parallel to the virtual event. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Graham Kemp, VK4BB.
0: The Worldwide Flora and Fauna Programme has welcomed S5FF Slovenia and hams there are eager to share the excitement. Ed Durant, DD5LP, brings us up to date.
3: Radio operators in Slovenia held a quiet but well-earned celebration during the first full weekend in November as they marked their nation's arrival as a registered region in the Worldwide Flora and Fauna Programme. It was the culmination of two months of intense effort by a team of hams including Mike Gregorich, S55GX, who said the team members are all experienced SOTA, IOTA and World Castles Award activators. Mike, who has been a ham since 1995, told Newsline that he realised this past summer that Slovenia needed to organise and become part of the awards programme, which would require adding a national log manager and coordinators. WWFF Vice-Chairman Manfred Meyer, DF6EX, and Member Administrator Luke Vartaschut ON4BB, encouraged the Slovenian team's efforts. Mike, who serves as coordinator, told Newsline that the team pulled all the essential ingredients together, a web page, an S5 logo, and the definition of all the new activation areas. Mike said there are now 191 such sites, and the numbers are growing. Some of the possibilities are growing too, Mike hopes Slovenia's participation will encourage more portable operations and even boost amateur radio tourism from abroad. He told Newsline, quote, Everyone can make nature their shack, end quote. For Amateur
0: Radio Newsline, I'm Ed Durant, DD5LP. If you're still waiting for your QSL cards from the three Indianapolis Motor Speedway special events, they're on their way. Jack Parker, W8ISH, gives us a look behind the scenes of the massive mailing that's been going on. That's the sound of another
1: self-addressed stamped QSL envelope being opened for processing. Members of the W9 IMS Special Events Station gathered to open, separate and then fill in and mail out thousands of QSL cards following a summer of racing at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway.
2: This is what we call our monster card party. We have a few others that we do and then they trickle in all year long. Bill Kennedy,
1: WY9T, coordinates the spatial event stations and the monster chore, stuffing and returning thousands of QSL cards each fall. A behind-the-scenes look at this QSL process found it takes dozens of W9 IMS members to get the job done.
2: We have a big following uh, who want to work this every year and and they they make a big effort to actually you know get all three races and
1: w9 ims is the official special event station for three of the ims races they operate 24 7 for a week prior to the grand prix and the indianapolis 500 mile race in may in august they again fire up the radios for the brickyard 200 race A custom-designed QSL card is produced for each race. Those stations who log all three race events receive a special certificate as well. This is the 18th year for the W-9 IMS special event Station. Bill says the summertime operation often reflects the solar cycles. This year's total contacts fell just short of the 18,000 recorded contacts a few years ago. As the sun cycle fell, so did the total contacts.
2: You could follow our total cards just by the solar cycle. As the cycle came down, so did our cues. And as the cycle is going back up, the cues are going back up.
1: Bill says this crew has become very proficient in not only logging contacts but in filling out the QSL cards and certificates after the checkered flag falls on the last race of the season.
2: And that's a lot of contacts and it's a lot of cards to do at the end of the year.
1: For Amateur Radio Newsline, this is Jack Parker, W8ISH.
0: The Norwegian Radio Relay League, Norway's national amateur radio organization, is working with a research institute there to help introduce an entry-level amateur radio category that would become available to operators as young as 12 or 13. Operators would be permitted a maximum transmitting power of 10 watts. The goal is to encourage the newest amateurs to build their own simple transmitters and receivers and spur interest in technology and science to complement their schoolwork. NRRL is working to move this certificate forward with funds provided for the study by the Norwegian Research Council. Norway presently has only one class of radio operators. With the CQWW SSB contest over, no doubt you have more than a few contest call signs in your log. How many of them are among the newest from Australia? Let's hear more from Jason Daniels, VK2 LAW. The log awaited to by
4: one VK contest call signs got their first official run on the air during the big CQ Worldwide SSB contest in late October. The Wireless Institute of Australia reports that assignments of the calls by the Australian Maritime College came just in time for the global competition. In fact, three of the WIA's own directors were assigned the calls for use in the competition. Some reports say that many amateurs who heard the new contest calls were at first confused by the unusual single-letter suffixes, but everything ultimately ran smoothly. If you have thoughts you'd like to share about Australia's new contest call signs, the WIA is eager to hear your comments. Send them on to national office at wia.org.au. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jason Daniels, VK2LAW.
0: Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the canine DEW Repeater in Warsaw, Indiana, on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. The late American actress Hedy Lamar is apparently still a big star as far as the world's amateur radio operators are concerned. The sixth annual Hedy Lamar Day Net N9H drew 190 check ins from around the world. The special event was held on November 9th on Echolink on what would have been the actress's 107th birthday. Organizer John Dereike. W2JLD called it the most successful Hedy Lamar event to date. Hedy Lamar was being celebrated for her on-screen talents, but most especially for her role as co-inventor of a frequency-hopping system that prevented jamming of radio signals to torpedoes and now forms an important part of today's cell phone and Wi-Fi networks. The digital amateur TV magazine known as CQDATV has published its final issue. Jerry Goodrich, KF5KRN, has that story.
5: In a publishing lifetime that lasted for eight years with 100 issues, the amateur television magazine CQDATV filled a gap left by the demise of two earlier ATV magazines and had been widely read among enthusiasts. That era has ended with the publication of its latest and last issue released in October. The production team's Trevor Brown, G8CJS, writes in this 100th issue, quote, All good things must come to an end, and CQDATV is no exception, end quote. The digital-only publication reports that it received more than 500,000 downloads during its lifetime and was welcomed by readers who had lost Der TV Amateur, published in Germany, and Repeater, published in the Netherlands. CQDATV TV credits Ian Pawson, G0FCT, who introduced the magazine in 2013 as a digital publication and served as its editor. The magazine, which also became available as a PDF edition, is making all of its 100 issues available for download. They can be obtained by visiting the link that appears in the text version of this week's newscast script on our website, arnewsline.org. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jerry Goodrich, KF5KRN.
0: Portable radio enthusiasts are thrilled with the news that Parks on the Air has added two new countries. Here's Vance Martin, N3VEM, with the latest.
6: In Parks on the Air News, in October, we welcomed Ireland and India to Parks on the Air. So please join me in saying Gia Hoich and Namaste to our newest POTA friends. Also in POTA news, October was another record-setting month with an all-time high for both number of activators and number of CUSOs, with 1,630 activators making a combined 329,019 CUSOs. And in our last item of POTA news, POTA is excited to officially announce that for our 2022 summer plaque event, we will be adding several plaques for DX CUSOs there will be up to six DX plaques available pending sponsorship. One each for most QSOs made as an activator outside of the continental United States for IARU regions 1, 2, and 3, and one each for hunters that make the most QSOs with activators in those same regions. If you or your organization is interested in sponsoring one of these new DX plaques in 2022, please send an email to n3vem at parksontheair.com for details. This is November 3, Victor Echo Mike with your month-ending October 2021 Parks on the Air update. Be sure to visit parksontheair.com for more information about the program and poda.app for
0: spotting, park information, leaderboards, and more. In the world of DX, be listening for special event call signs ON75AF, ON75BAF, and ON75BFS from Belgium. These call signs are helping amateurs in the Belgian Air Force Amateur Radio Association mark the Air Force's 75th anniversary. Be listening through the end of the year on HF, VHF, and UHF, where operators will be using CW, SSB, and the digital modes. In Rwanda, members of the Holy Land DX Group will be using the call sign NX4X starting on the 24th of November and running through the 1st of December. Listen for them on 160 meters through 10 meters, where they will be using CW, SSB, RIDI, and FT8. They will also be in the CQWWDXCW contest on November 27th and 28th. Send QSLs to Ruben 4 z 5 fi Ferdy HB9DSP becomes a first-time de-expeditioner with the call sign 5Z4-HB9DSP when he operates from Kenya between December 2nd and the 16th. Listen for Ferdy on 20, 15, and 10 meters where he will be using mainly SSB with some FT8. Send QSLs to his home call sign direct by the Bureau or LOTW. Learning about technology isn't always what it seems. As a group of girls in England recently found out, technology can lead to something wonderfully personal called friendship. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, picks up the story from here.
7: The 11- and 12-year-old girls are called the Steamettes, a name that's a nod to their shared interest in science, technology, engineering, art, and maths. For the past four years, the Kent County youngsters have been guided by John Hislop, G70HO, a retired physics teacher and an ambassador in STEM learning. Most recently, John has taught them such basics as soldering and the coding of a microbit computer they were going to use to send CW that they'd learnt. After Larry Olson, W9INE, saw a presentation by John and the STEAMETs at the QSO Today Ham Expo in August, Larry introduced them to Colorado teacher Ravi Davis KF0FYL. Ravi has several new licensed hams in her 6th grade school who have also been coding microbits. Since the STEAMETs have studied digital mobile radio in preparation for their foundation license, they put their knowledge to use in a transatlantic QSO on the 29th of October via DMR. The Colorado students used radios loaned to them by the Estes Valley Amateur Radio Club. Ravi told the local newspaper that this was the first DX contact for her students. They talked about their schools, their lives, and the differences in their respective communities. Suddenly, even with 7,600 kilometres between them, the students felt none of that distance at all. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH.
0: With thanks to the ARRL, CQDATV Magazine, CQ Magazine, David Bihar, K7DB, Facebook, John Hislop, G7OHO, Manfred Meyer, DF6EX, Mike Gregoric, S55G, Ohio DX, Parks on the Air, PHYS.org, QRZ.com, Radio Society of Great Britain, Southgate Amateur Radio News, Shortwave Radio.de, TACA 7K1BIB, Wireless Institute of Australia, Worldwide Flora and Fauna, and you, our listeners. That's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You can write to us at newsline at arnewsline.org. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all volunteer non profit organization that incurs expenses for its continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at arnewsline.org and know that we appreciate you all. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT at the News Desk in New York and our news team worldwide, I'm Stephan Kinford, N8WB in Wadsworth, Ohio, saying 73. And as always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2021. All rights reserved.